Welcome to episode 100. This is the Physician Assistant Exam Review Show, and my name is Brian Wallace. I'm your host. This is episode 100 of the show. I could not be more excited. I could not be more thrilled to have made it this far, uh, helping you guys, working with you guys. Uh, It has been an absolute pleasure for me. It has taken me three years to get to this point. When I started out, I was doing a show a week. Uh, Now we're doing a show every two weeks. Obviously, it takes a little bit longer, but just a little over three years. In fact, I registered the domain for the website while my wife and I were in the hospital. Uh, She was pregnant with my youngest, and... uh, it was a few weeks before he was born. We had a little bit of a scare, no big deal. Uh, but we spent the night in the hospital, and while she was sleeping, I registered the domain for uh, the website, and he is now uh, three and a half. So it's been just a little over three years, three and a half years since I've started this whole project. And like I said, I could not be more thrilled with where we're going, with where we've wound up, with the feedback and the participation from the audience, uh, from the community. It has been just amazing. Uh, and, and I really do appreciate all of that from you guys. I, it really keeps me going, keeps things moving along here. So what I thought I would do a little bit different this week, this is, uh, usually I don't talk about the show numbers. Some A lot of podcasts out there number their episodes. I really don't worry too much about it. I think people either listen every week or they go through by topic. And either way, I don't think the show number really matters. So I've never really included that. But it is kind of a milestone, obviously, to be hitting episode 100. Uh, pretty amazing uh, for me, anyway. So I thought this week we might change things up just a little bit, change the format of the show slightly. I've been getting some great feedback on the questions I do at the end of the show. And I was talking to, to one of the community members this week. I, I got a lot of feedback and really appreciate it. And what we, what, one of the things that he was telling me was that how, how valuable that part of the show is. And actually, he had just purchased the final step. And I was saying, hey, you should listen to the audio version because that's really what a lot of that is. And he said, wow, great. I can't wait to go and listen. So I thought for this week, what I would do is just open that up for everybody and give you about 50 questions from the audio version. I think it's a little more than 50 questions from the audio version of the book, The Final Step. And just um, rather than me covering a specific topic this week, run through test questions with you. or not? They're not test questions, I'm sorry. Run through <clears throat> review questions with you. And what it'll be is random questions from all different topics. And it's about 50 questions, a little bit more than that, I think, uh, covering about 15 minutes or so. And take a listen and see how much you like that. Like I said, I've gotten some great feedback on the questions at the end of the show. So I think I'm going to keep continue to do that. But for this show, for episode 100, I think I'm just going to go ahead and open that up and share uh, some of that audio so all of you can go ahead and take a listen. So we're going to jump right into that right now, and I'll pick you up, pick up with you on the other side in about 15 minutes. A 35-year-old patient comes to your office because his wife made him. He has been increasingly irritable and moody. She also noticed that he is very restless. You order a CT scan which shows cerebral atrophy as well as atrophy of the caudate nucleus. What diagnosis should you be thinking of? Huntington's disease. What is the accessory pathway associated with Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome? The Bundle of Kent. Gone or Ronk complexes on a chest x-ray should make you think of what diagnosis? TB. What does Koilonychia refer to? 
spoon-shaped nails. This may be found in microcytic anemia. What is the therapeutic range for INR following an organic valve replacement? Two to three. A 35-year-old female presents with heat intolerance, weight loss, and palpitations. What diagnosis should you be thinking of? Hyperthyroidism. What side effect might make a patient stop taking an ACE inhibitor? Cough. What is the gold standard for diagnosis of cystic fibrosis? Sweat chloride test. Name two fibric acid derivatives. Phenofibrate and gemfembrazole. Is sickle cell microcytic, macrocytic, or normocytic? Microcytic. A patient's wife complains that he is hypervigilant and has hyperstartle response. What diagnosis should you be thinking of? Post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. A boot-shaped heart on chest x-ray should make you think of what diagnosis? Tetralogy of Fallot. What molecule bind, binds iron in the bloodstream? Transferrin. What is the first-line treatment for rheumatoid arthritis? Methotrexate. Gestational diabetes puts mom and baby at increased risk of what three things? Preeclampsia, macrosomia leading to traumatic births, slowing in fetal lung development. What type of organism causes tetanus? A gram-positive rod, Clostridium tetani. What drug do you use to treat pinworm? You treat everyone in the house with albendazole. Two weeks later, you treat them again. A physical exam revealing a retroverted uterus or uterosacral ligament nodularity should make you think of what diagnosis? Endometriosis. There is a sunburst appearance on x-ray. What is the most likely diagnosis? Osteosarcoma. How much more potent is T3 than T4? three to four times. What should a primary care provider do for a presumed retinal detachment? Refer and position patient with head down.
Anti-gel-1 antibody should make you think of what diagnosis? Polymyositis. Is Pseudomonas gram positive or gram negative? Gram negative. A chest x-ray finding of notched ribs in a child should make you think of what diagnosis? Coarctation of the aorta. A patient's lab work shows positive Smith antibody and positive double-stranded DNA antibodies. What is the most likely diagnosis? Lupus. What is the number one cause of retinal artery occlusion? Carotid atherosclerotic disease. What is the most common cause of C-spine fractures? Motor vehicle accidents. Which herpes virus causes Epstein-Barr? Herpes 4. What is the term for eyelids that turn in? Entropion. If you see the term chocolate cyst, it should make you think of what diagnosis? Endometrioma. What fracture is the number one cause of compartment syndrome? Tibial fractures, or tibial shaft fractures. Define full term. Delivery at 37 to 42 weeks. Nasal polyps should make you think of what diagnosis? Cystic fibrosis. List four disease states in which you may find basophilic stippling. Lead poisoning, beta or alpha thalassemia, sideroblastic anemia, and arsenic poisoning. Is Neisseria gram-positive or gram-negative? Gram-negative. Coin-shaped plaque should make you think of what diagnosis? Numular eczema. Define metrorragia. Bleeding between menstrual cycles. A patient without a functioning spleen is more susceptible to what type of organisms? Encapsulated organisms, most commonly strep pneumonia and H. flu. A patient presents with irritated, burning, and tearing eyes. You notice some scurf and scales. Where do you begin treatment? This is blepharitis. Treatment begins with good hygiene and moves on to topical antibiotics if necessary. What is the first medication you should give for atrial flutter? Adenosine. Describe Gray-Turner's sign. 
flank ecchymosis often related to pancreatitis. What is the only curative therapy for gastric adenocarcinoma? Surgical resection. What medication class is used to lower triglycerides? Fibric acid derivatives. Why can't you give fluoroquinolones to kids? They can cause cartilage development problems. A patient has a tremor with motion in his hands. What medication might you prescribe? This patient has an active tremor, therefore a beta blocker like propranolol is probably a good start. A patient presents to your office complaining of a tremor in his right hand. He states after a beer, it goes away. What diagnosis should you be thinking of? Benign essential tremor or familial tremor. What is the most common fracture in a patient with osteoporosis? A compression fracture of a vertebral body followed by hip fractures. What are three ways you can check for ruptured membranes? Burning pattern on a slide, visualize leakage from the cervix, or pooling in the vagina. What lab result will increase the risk of digoxin toxicity? Hypokalemia or hyper, hypercalcemia. Subacute endocarditis is most commonly caused by what organism? Strep viridans. A patient presents with a staccata cough, but no fever. What diagnosis should you be thinking of? Chlamydia pneumonia. Cottage cheese discharge should make you think of what diagnosis? Vaginal candidiasis. An 82-year-old patient complains of headaches and jaw claudication. What is the most likely diagnosis? Giant cell arteritis or temporal arteritis. Eggshell opacities on chest x-ray should make you think of what diagnosis? Silicosis and co-worker's lung. What cranial nerve is affected with Bell's palsy? Cranial nerve 7. A middle-aged male presents with unilateral periorbital headaches occurring daily for several weeks. These headaches are extremely painful. Which type of headache is, most, is the most likely cause? Cluster headache. A gram-positive organism in clusters should make you think of what diagnosis? Staph. What is tonometry used for? Determining intraocular pressures. What two main causes should you be thinking of in macrocytic anemia? 
malnutrition, and severe blood loss. A patient presents with sudden, painless, complete unilateral vision loss. What diagnosis should you be thinking of? Central retinal artery occlusion. What is Graves' disease? The most common cause of hyperthyroidism. It is an autoimmune disease. What is the treatment for Shigella? Bactrim or fluoroquinolones and hydration. You hear a continuous machine-like murmur. What is the most likely diagnosis? Patent ductus arteriosus, PDA. At what age should a child begin to feed himself? Six months. At what BMI should a patient be hospitalized for anorexia? BMI of less than 17.5 or 20% below appropriate body weight. A patient in the recovery room following foot surgery is complaining of severe photophobia. She feels as though there is something in her eye. What is the most likely diagnosis? Corneal abrasion. Patients sometimes scratch their eyes before they are completely awake from anesthesia. What organism is believed to be the main culprit in creating peptic ulcers? Helicobacter pylori. What two lung cancers are typically found centrally on chest x-ray? Small cell and squamous cell. What is the best imaging to rule out testicular torsion? Doppler ultrasound for decreased blood flow to the testes. Okay, great. So I'm back and I hope you guys really enjoyed that. I hope it was helpful. Definitely keep it in mind. Even if you didn't go through the whole thing today, uh, hang on to it. You can definitely use it again as you move forward. And again, that was straight out of the book, The Final Step, which you can go ahead and get over at the website, www.physicianassistantexamreview.com backslash The Final Step. Uh, you can go ahead and check that out over there. But anyway, I just wanted to say thank you all for tuning in for listening to the show, for participating. Again, this has just been an amazing experience and I could not uh, be thankful enough for each and every one of you showing up here and participating and listening to the show, providing great feedback, providing iTunes reviews, all of these things. It really goes a long way to keep me going. As I said at the top of the show, it just, it means so much to me. Um, and I just want to say thank you in this 100th episode. And I will see you again in two weeks. Good luck to you, those of you taking your exam. Can't wait to hear how you make out. Take care. Take care.